This is the Restoring Eve podcast with Rachel Nichols. I am a woman's hormone specialist, business mentor, trauma-informed hypnotherapist, and transformational coach. I support women in the holistic restoration and embodiment of their feminine design, mind, body, and soul. This podcast is a portal to support you in the reclamation of the juicy life of overflow that you were created for. We will be diving deep into wellness, embodiment, femininity, soul-led business, and so much more. Let's begin. Hello, my love. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am going to be leaning in pretty hardcore with these solo episodes because recently I've been getting a lot of feedback that you girlies are liking the solo pods, which I totally understand. Solo podcasts are definitely my favorite as well. And I feel like we get to share the cozy vibes. Like I feel like I'm literally just cuddled up on my couch with you and we get to have a down-to-earth chat, which I definitely appreciate a lot. My last solo podcast, my cat was literally just like running around in the background like a wild banshee and I didn't even care. So I kind of love the like balls to the walls realness of the solo pods as well. So I'll be creating more of these for you guys. So today's episode... I literally pulled out questions from my most common DMs, from questions that were in my broadcast channel, and I am just going to be randomly spewing my opinions, information, all the questions that you guys are wondering. So if you're listening to this podcast and you did not send me any questions, you can go to my broadcast channel, which is easily accessible on my Instagram page join, pop some questions in there, and I'll be doing these Q&As every now and then because the thing about them is you guys would be shocked. It's almost strange how many of the same questions are asked over and over and over and over and over and over and over, even if you don't necessarily see them. They're in my DMs. So I'm really excited to be talking about all these things with you guys today. Like I said, it is random. So buckle up. If you are here, you're going to love all of this because all of this, like I said, is things that everyone is thinking about and everyone is dealing with. So we're just going to hop right in. The first question I heard so many times, so many different ways is how to manage stress. (laughs) That's a loaded question, right? This could be its own podcast episode, especially because stress is a perception. Stress is really perceived by the body. So when we think about the word stress, Stress to the body could be toxin exposure. It could be our food system. It could be not having good boundaries with family members. It could be saying yes to too many things. It could be, you know, overworking. There's so much that it could mean. So I'm just kind of going to be diving into it from probably the most common way that we use the word stress, more related to anxiety. And I actually really used to struggle with anxiety. That was something that I have navigated through my life. And even like, I feel like the only people who understand anxiety are people who have it. So (laughs) we're just going to dive in. Balancing your blood sugar. Number one, this is a literally game changer. Even now, I still feel anxious sometimes if I have not eaten enough food, specifically enough protein. And if I have, yeah, just like not eaten enough throughout the day, or I want to especially hone in on breakfast. So eating within one hour of waking up at least a high protein breakfast is going to make a huge difference. You guys, the amount of women out there that literally wake up and have coffee on an empty stomach and then don't eat until lunch. And then when they have lunch, it's like a carb with no protein. I cannot. Like no wonder anxiety is so prevalent. 
I would be a hot mess if I did that. I would be so anxious and I'd probably have a heart attack. So definitely eating with one within one hour of waking is going to make a huge difference, making sure that your meals are balanced. So for those of you that don't really know, like what does that mean to say balanced meals? That's something that we just throw around really casually. It means that you have a carb, a fat, and a protein with every meal. I want to put extra emphasis on the protein in particular because protein is required for liver detoxification pathways to be open, which is required for healthy hormones. And it's really just honestly incredible for all of our beingness, especially as women. So really focusing on protein is key. Never having caffeine or stimulants on an empty stomach or after about 2 p.m. So this one's big as well. If you are going to have a matcha or a coffee, have it with your meal. Never have it on an empty stomach. And I also like to stay stimu- say stimulants because like cacao, chocolate, like anything like that, if you're having it right before bed, it could also affect your sleep, it could affect anxiety. So something to keep in mind there. Um, Cacao is a stimulant. If you want to have like a little sweet something before you go to bed, if you can find um, carob-based like chocolates essentially, that can be really nice because carob, C-A-R-O-B, it's kind of an interesting word. Um, It tastes just like cacao, but it's not a stimulant. So definitely recommend, especially for the girlies with a sweet tooth, and the girlies who love chocolate, because that is me. I am that girly. Okay, so creating masculine structure to hold you. This is really important, you guys. And if you are like, yes, I need more of this, be sure to listen to last week's episode all about discipline, where I really, really break down how to allow yourself to feel held, even with a busy schedule. I mean, I have a business. It's very, very busy. I'm so grateful for that. However, it can be really easy to get overwhelmed if I'm not really, really clear with my goals, intentions, and schedule. So it's easy to get overwhelmed and stressed if you are on either end of the spectrum. If you have no schedule and no like routine, no frame to hold your like feminine chaos. And then on the other extreme as well, if you have like the longest to-do list and you're literally looking at it every day being like, I'm going to get as much done as I can. You're going to feel like a failure all the time because that's just unrealistic. So I talk about this in last week's podcast, but a really, really simple step here that's changed the game for me is creating a master list of all the things that are occupying space in my brain, of all the things I need to be doing, write it down on a piece of paper. And from that list, I want you to only take three things every day. So for me, I like to do all of this on Sunday. On Sunday, I'm looking forward to the week ahead. I'm time blocking out my client calls, the work I have to do, appointments, all the things. And then on top of that, each day I'm writing down my three tasks of things I want to get done. A couple of reasons why this is amazing is because it creates a lot more spaciousness within your day because you can actually have an exhale of, wow, okay, I did my whole list. I'm doing amazing. (laughs) First thing. And second thing about it is it just feels so good because as women, we love to just like putz around and like not complete any task, but like touch everything. (laughs) I know that I do this, especially on days where I don't have like as much structure. Like on the weekend, I'll do this sometimes where I'm just like walking around my house, like picking up something, putting it somewhere else, like starting a project, walking away, like doing a bunch of things at one time, but not maybe doing all of them really well. This concept of doing just three tasks per day really does clean up that like messy energy, have it be more concise, more straightforward. 
so that you're actually able to cross things off instead of like partially do something. So it just feels really good. It allows a lot more room for celebration and you're more likely to do the things the next day as well. Because if we step into self-sabotage by having a long list that we're never actually getting done, we are going to have this mentality that's like, why should I even try? And then all of a sudden you're like on your phone for like five hours and watching Netflix for three hours and getting absolutely nothing done because you're like, what's the point? So simple little thing to help manage stress there. And then really, really in congruence with this is creating spaciousness in your day, creating spaciousness in your week. So what this means is scheduling time for you. Scheduling time for you to just exist. You don't need to be doing anything crazy. You can literally schedule time to take a bath or to read a book or to just rest and listen to music. Whatever lights you up, lean into that. Wherever your genius, your flow is, sign up for that. Create more time for that. And I want you to honor that time on your calendar as if it was a business meeting because that is something that as women, we are just like so cringy to and it sucks. (laughs) It's all very much programming, but the reality is if what we're saying is true and we really do want to show up for other people more as women and we do really want to give as women, we need to be able to have a full cup and that takes – that requires – us to show up for ourselves. So creating spaciousness on your calendar is going to help you manage stress in the long run and in the short run. I also want to say getting clear on the aligned pieces of life and ditching the rest. So as an example for me and my business model that you guys all at least have a basic level understanding of, if I spent all of my time in my business, like working on my website, the same thing can be applied to whatever your business is, whatever your job is. And we could also relate it to everything else. We could relate it to our romantic relationship. We can relate it to our friendships. Like what are the actual important things and how can we get rid of the fluff? So getting really, really clear on what that is for you. For example, I am a one-to-one girly. I have always been, honestly. That's really how I am with all of my friendships, um, relationships. Just having quality time means so much to me. So that's something that has been actually really helpful. It was difficult for a little while, but it's really easy now, is I lean more into my one-on-one interactions with friends. And for me, I really prioritize deep, deep friendships and not a ton of them rather than having like a ton of superficial friendships. So that's an example where it's like you can figure out what's more in alignment for you as a person and lean into that more. And then all of a sudden you have a lot more space on your calendar. So like leaning into your like hell yes experiences, people, um, ways that you spend your time and then saying no to everything else. I think this really ties into like a people pleaser archetype as well really, really getting clear on who you are, what lights you up. You know, if you if you spend time with a friend and you go away from that time feeling depleted, exhausted, like you need to spend like a week in like a spa to like recover from that time hanging out with him or her, maybe that's someone who you shouldn't be hanging out with as much, right? So take inventory of your life, see what's in alignment and have boundaries with the things that are not in alignment because you're going to get a lot of free time from that. Because the thing about time at the end of the day is if you don't own your time, your time is absolutely going to take the opportunity to own you. I think we've all experienced that in our own way. So this next part that really ties in, I got multiple questions about this, how to not feel guilty for going to bed instead of hanging out with friends. And this question made me laugh because this is a version of myself. (laughs) Um, I feel like I went through this huge change 
in my friendships, I want to say two years ago, and it was really uncomfortable. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. This is not like sunflowers and rainbows. I went through a time where my intuition, where God was very much asking me to step away from some friendships that I was in at the time because they just weren't in alignment with who I wanted to be. So my advice to this person, these people that have asked this question is if you have a friend that you're going to lose by being in integrity with your morals, your choices, and your values, they were not your friend. It's really, really important to think about what matters to you in your life. And, you know, if something that you value is going out in the evening, you know, to have drinks with your friends and going to shows and um, going to parties and being the life of the party and like that is something that you just absolutely adore, I love that for you. For me, I would almost always, like genuinely, be in bed by like 8.30 with a good book. And that's me. When I first kind of started transitioning in my own life to standing more in integrity rather than being in a place of people pleasing and wanting people to like me and wanting to be accepted and wanting to be invited to things because that meant something to me. When I started moving away from that and stepping more into, you know what? What feels good for me is like reading a book and waking up earlier and like eating good food that's really clean and nourishing and going to the gym and yoga and like working out and, you know, going on hikes and the things that I really love. Once I started leaning more into that for myself, the people that weren't in alignment with that automatically just started kind of falling out of my life. And it's not this dramatic shindig. It wasn't like I had all these heavy conversations. I didn't, I don't think I had any. It's just something that happens naturally because we gravitate towards people that we are like, and we call in people that we are like. So if you're in this place in your life, which I'm assuming these women are who have asked this question, especially because of the word guilty, how to not feel guilty for going to bed instead of hanging out with friends, step into who you are a hundred percent. First of all, the people who are your friends will stay. Second of all, you're going to find a lot more friends that are in alignment with you because if you want to go to bed early and you want to go to, you know, a Pilates class the next morning, maybe you'll meet a girlfriend at Pilates that's like literally on the same program as you. So allow yourself to really be expanded by the possibilities there rather than the limitations of the perception because if you are choosing to believe in a reality in which if you say no, then all of a sudden you have no friends, that's going to be what you see in front of you. If you choose the reality of seeing that you can go to bed early and live a life that you're really proud and aligned of and people are going to show up that are even more amazing and aligned than you could ever imagine, that's what's going to happen. So I'm sending you so much love through this transition. And like I said, man, I went through that. I had some time where I felt very alone and I was very alone and that was okay too. Because you learn that you're your best friend at the end of the day. And, you know, if you don't like spending time by yourself, if you can't be by yourself, it's hard to know who you actually like being around because those other people are kind of just masking this insecurity of being alone, right? In order to really know who we like being around, we have to like being around ourselves. Okay, my next question here that came through is how to relax instead of needing to be productive. This is a conversation I've had so many times so many times with clients. This concept of sitting down, you know, maybe taking a bath, that one is like, I've gotten a lot of feedback from clients on that. When I'm like, hey, like, I just want you to take a bath this week. 
and I want you to not have your phone. I don't want you to have a podcast on, not a show, nothing. I just want you to sit in the dark with some candles in the bath. And the feedback that I've gotten from clients, (laughs) like I said, do not feel alone because this feedback I've gotten from many clients of just being so restless and hating it, like hating it, feeling like I need to be doing something. I need to be doing all these things. Like I have so much that I should be doing. Like I shouldn't just be sitting here. Like all of the chatter of the mind, just like ruining bath time. But instead of looking at this as a negative, I want you to realize that this is a core wound that is desiring to be healed. And I want you to take it as an opportunity to do so. A lot of the time I feel like this is seen during early childhood when our subconscious is developing between ages zero and seven years old from a child that felt ignored, did not feel seen. As women especially, we desire in such a huge way to be seen. And a lot of the time when we're a little girl, we get more attention by accomplishing something, by getting an A on our test by cleaning our room and putting on a little dress, twirling around. We're going to get a lot more attention for achieving, achieving things. And that's okay. It's okay to look at that past version of yourself. It's just, this is an opportunity to forgive that part of yourself, to allow yourself to really be seen and witnessed for all that you are, because what you accomplish is not who you are and your worth is not defined in what you produce. Your worth is found in your being. It's just our perception that has told us otherwise. And there's room there for healing without judgment, with loving curiosity and start to shift them. It's going to feel like you're acting at first. That's the thing about switching your beliefs and your thought patterns. It feels like you are totally lying and acting And that's okay. It's going to start shifting. If you just trust the process of the reframe, it will become your reality. So allow yourself to really just sit in the nothingness. Bathing, like I said, is a really good gateway drug to doing this because you're kind of forced to be in like this nice pool of water and you naturally feel very held by the warmth. So that can be a really, really good place to start. And then from there, creating more spaciousness in your life to just exist to lean back energetically in your relationships. And honestly, this is something I work with all my one-to-one clients on because when you do this, everything changes. Yes, your nervous system shifts into parasympathetic, which improves your digestion. It improves every cortisol response. So excess body weight, hair loss, acne, fatigue, all the things are going to clear up. Yes, all the physical realms are going to clear up, but the emotional is going to clear up as well. Like you are going to be calling in a more supportive version of your partner. You're going to be calling in men who show up for you and want to provide for you and want to take care of you. Because when you lean back and you create space, life can rush in. So this is obviously a a lot bigger conversation than this need to be productive. It's very much rooted in a core belief. And the potential there, the potential of healing that wound is fast. It honestly does touch every single aspect of your life. So continue to lean into that. And also for whoever asked this question, I'm proud of you for even seeing this within yourself and being brave enough to acknowledge it. Because I think this is something that a lot of people listening are going to be able to relate to. So the next little segment of this podcast, we are going to be breaking down some wellness trends that are out there right now. I had lots of questions about all the trendy trends. 
So first question was, what is your honest review of a sauna blanket? <laughs> I actually love this. And I was planning on doing this on my Instagram the other day and totally forgot. So I'm glad that I'm sharing this here. My sauna blanket was gifted from a company called Bond Charge. It's an amazing company. I actually have purchased like their blue light blocking glasses, blue light blocking light bulbs, like all the things. I do have a code. I'll put it in the show notes. Hopefully I remember. But yeah, so the sauna blanket was gifted to be fully transparent with you guys. However, I really, really love it. Like I really, really do. It's a really nice, honestly, it's a really nice like spaciousness activity because when I'm in my sauna blanket is one of the times like every single time just to validate everyone who's listening, I'm like, oh, I'm going to like sit in my sauna blanket and I'm going to listen to this meditation and I'm going to do this and this and this. And I've been trying recently to let this be a time of feminine spaciousness where, where I just literally lay in my sauna blanket for 45 minutes and I'm just in my own mind and it's been incredible. So little side note there. As for the sauna blanket itself, I really do love it. I do it – well, in a perfect world, I would do it like two to three times per week. It really depends on the week. Recently, I feel like I've been very, very busy. My schedule has been very full, which is a huge blessing. But I've probably been doing it like once a week. Also, you know, like you girlies get it. Like I have to arrange it around my showering schedule <laughs> because my hair gets like – really sweaty, obviously. And it's just like a whole whole thing, right? So that's a little bit of a situation. However, the sauna blanket, I love it. I love it so much. Where I live, sauna subscriptions like at places are very expensive, like so much more expensive than the sauna blanket itself. And I really do think it does an amazing job. Um, I've heard from some friends who have sauna blankets that they don't love how it's like not as warm as going to an actual sauna, which, yeah, I mean, I would say it's probably not, you know, I don't know. It depends what sauna you go to, right? But it's probably not as hot as a sauna that you would go to because obviously there's like a space in which oxygen can get through towards the neck. And anyone who's listening who has no idea what I'm talking about, it's literally like a sauna that you crawl into. That's like a sleeping bag. Like the, that's the structure of it. But then the like weight of it, <laughs> the weight of it feels like those things that they put on you when you go to the dentist before they take like your scans, like that like weighted like thing. You know what I'm talking about? That's literally exactly what it feels like. Okay. So now that we cleared that up, I love it. I would probably buy one, honestly, because of the benefits of a sauna, especially for opening our detox pathways. And if you are someone who's worked with me, you know how important it is to utilize the organs that we've been given by God to detox properly because of the world that we live in, honestly. So I love it. I definitely recommend it. I also definitely recommend Bond Charge. They're amazing. It's such a great company. And I've been buying things from them way before I even had my business. So they're the OG. Um, moving on to the next wellness trend, colostrum. I had lots of questions about that really trendy colostrum that's going around right now. I know I know, you know what I'm talking about. I honestly don't recommend, recommend it. I'm sorry. I have had a lot of clients over the past year who have tried it and have gotten acne from it, which is like ironic because I feel like a lot of the advertisements do say that it clears up your acne. Yeah, just not the vibe. Not the vibe, okay? This is also just my opinion, so take it with a grain of salt. However, colostrum itself is really amazing. I just think going for a smaller company, like a family farm brand like Mount Capra, that's a brand that I really, really stand behind. 
I actually like really wanted to work with them, you guys. And I reached out to see if I could get a discount code or like a promo code or something. And they said that my brand was not family friendly. (laughs) It's probably because of all the little butt cheeks that are on my Instagram. So (laughs) So just thought I'd share that with you guys. Um, But yeah, I still totally stand behind their brand and I love what they're doing. And I feel like their colostrum is really, really well sourced. And also it's like, kind of clumpy. The thing about colostrum, like if you want to know like colostrum is like legit, it's probably going to be in capsule form or it's probably not going to mix very well into water because colostrum itself, it's not going to mix very well into water. That's one of the things that's a huge red flag for me about that other brand that's very trendy and I don't even know what it's called that are in those like little packets that you put into your water. Like that's a huge question mark for me. Like there was definitely a lot of processing in order for that to happen. So that's going to be a thumbs down for me. Moving into the next wellness trend, DIM. DIM is very popular. I have lots of clients who have taken it, lots of girlies in my DMs asking me questions about it. You know, I really don't buy the hype at all. I would never recommend a client, like I've never, I will never recommend a client to take it because it's just honestly hilarious to me. Um, It's such an example of the wellness industry, just like making buku bucks off us just not knowing what's happening because dim literally like you can get that from raw carrots. You can get that from broccoli. You could get that from cruciferous vegetables. So the thing that makes dim actually work is it's a fiber that God created so that our bodies don't get too estrogen dominant. And we do live in a very estrogen dominant world. So I totally understand why it's helping, why women are taking it why it's blowing up, blah, blah, blah. However, why would you spend like, I love you, but like why? Why would you spend like $40 on a supplement when you can go get some like carrots for like nothing, right? Plus you're getting like a whole food substance rather than something that's made in a laboratory. So if you have estrogen dominance and you are taking DIM, you're interested in DIM, or now all of a sudden you're like, yo, I should be doing this, Go get some raw carrots. Make a raw carrot salad every day. It's it's also very yummy, very trendy. I really like to do just like shaved raw carrots, a dash of apple cider vinegar, salt, pepper, and um, cilantro on top. It's really yummy. It gets rid of excess estrogen in your body. I do recommend if you are going to be doing this, um, starting it in your follicular, so right when your period ends, and then continuing it on through late luteal and then um, stopping before late luteal because when we are like the week before our period and then like the, you know, the first three, four days of our period, we're not going to be digesting very well. Our body's just a lot more sensitive. There's a lot going on hormonally during that time. So really just allowing yourself to only have like cooked vegetables at that time is actually going to be more beneficial. Plus it's just not going to be knocking down estrogen at the rate that it needs to in order for it to even be worth it at that time. Um, So that's a little 101 for how to incorporate raw carrot into your life or cruciferous vegetables in general in place of dim. The next question here was where do you buy your herbs from? So I recommend mountain rose herbs to everyone. That's where I get all my herbs from, especially because like even tea that you get at the store, I'm just like, I'm unsure about the tea bag sitch. Um, I've heard a lot of things about how tea bags are like not actually that clean and you know, they're probably not, I don't know. Um, so I really prefer to get, especially the herbs that I'm having every single day from mountain rose herbs. I get them in bulk. It's also a lot more affordable because herbs can be really expensive. So yeah, I basically go hammer on mountain rose herbs. They also do have really good sales. Sometimes I don't have any discount codes for you guys. 
but that's where I've been getting my herbs from forever. Okay, y'all, it's definitely time for me to get ready for bed, go read my book, go to sleep. I have been recording these podcasts in the evening because I feel like this is like my BFF energy time and I really want to bring authentic energy to you so that you feel like I said, like we are cozied up on the couch together just like I am right now. So in our podcast next week, I'm going to be sharing my journey with you. So I'll be sharing my health journey, my education journey. Those were a lot of the questions I received as well that really just deserve their own podcast and deserve an allocated amount of time for me to really, really dive in deep with you because you guys, my health story, it's it's a long one. It's a real one. I'm really excited to share it with you all and really to share my heart with you guys of how I got here my purpose and why I get to serve you all from such a place of alignment. So very excited for that vulnerable conversation and to share that with you all. So closing off this episode, I do want to share a couple things with you guys. So things are changing in my offer suite to accommodate the growth of my business and to really be more facilitative of my time and energy also big time intentions to be able to reach more women and serve more women at an accessible way. So the two updates I'm going to share with you guys on this podcast is number one, the Muse membership is growing. You guys, I actually am going to be putting all of my courses into the Muse membership. That means for only $123 per month, you guys, this is honestly crazy. You can access all of my courses. So this is Skin Within, my exact healing blueprint for healing your skin from rosacea, acne, psoriasis, you name it. You also are going to get access to my course called Return to Eden, which is all about healing your hormones. And you will get access to Burnout Rx, which is my course to heal burnout. You guys, honestly, this is so wild. I'm still just like blowing my own mind saying this out loud, but it's all going to be in my membership. So I would love to see you guys over there. Like I said, it's only $123 per month for one year, or you can pay in full and receive a one-hour one-to-one call with me. So this is an amazing and very accessible way to work together long-term and really, really get in my field. In the Muse membership as well, we're going to be doing monthly live Q&A calls where you can hop on, have a hot seat coaching custom to you and what you're going through. So if this is something that you're interested in joining I will put the link in the show notes and within the next week, I guess this will be live on the 17th. So yeah, within the next week, this will be in the Muse membership portal, all these updates. So would love to have you in there. Like I said, this is absolutely the most accessible way to work with me. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, okay, I still want to be in your world, but I am not ready to join the membership. Hop in my broadcast channel on Instagram. It's completely free. I just created it recently as just a deeper way to connect with more of you. And this is also where you can submit any questions that you're having for my next Q&A podcast. I would love to answer them for you here. So I'm sending you guys so much love. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope you have a beautiful day. If today's episode served you, please share it on social media and leave a review. I would love to hear from you on Instagram at restoring.eve or head to my website, restoringeve.com to connect and apply to work with me. Until next time, I'm Rachel Nichols, and this is Restoring Eve.